0: Do you avoid setting goals in your business because you never seem to reach them? Maybe you blame yourself for falling short of a goal you've seen other people reach, or maybe you thought it should be doable for you. I'm Ashley Chimey, welcome to Mind Made Up. Today, we're exploring how to let go of your goal shame and start setting goals that actually facilitate your best work, motivate you to take action, and create better results in your life or business. first decided to leave my corporate job behind and start a business, I set an income goal for my first year. It seemed really reasonable at the time, and it was a well-meaning goal that helped me get started. It helped me start building some momentum, but it was way more ambitious than I realized at the time. And when I didn't meet that goal, I felt absolutely devastated Long story short, I fell miserably short of that goal, and in fact, in my first eight months, I made $160. I had a long way to go before that goal was even remotely feasible for me. I didn't realize at the time how challenging it would be to put all of the pieces in place, to learn what I needed to know, and to essentially make a huge 180-degree career change And what I didn't realize at the time was that I was setting myself up for failure and disappointment with that goal. By the end of this episode, you'll understand exactly why and what I got wrong, and you'll have a much better formula for setting a goal that fuels your motivation and creates results. The first thing I got wrong was setting a performance goal when I didn't have the first clue about how to reach it. In educational psychology, there's a big difference between performance goals and learning goals or mastery goals. Performance goals can be effective when you already know how to do a task. If you already know how to knit a tiny hat for a hamster, you could set a performance goal of knitting 100 tiny hats in a week, and you'd have a pretty good chance of hitting that goal. You don't need to learn any new skills. You don't need to figure out any problems. You don't even really have to think too hard about it. You're just challenging yourself to do something you already know how to do faster and more efficiently. But if you've never knitted a tiny hamster hat in your life or even knitted at all, the thought of knitting a hundred of those little hats is going to cause you extreme panic. You're going to procrastinate, spin your wheels trying to figure out how to both learn the pattern and knit all of those hats at the same time. Instead, if you set the goal to just start by learning how to knit a tiny hat for a hamster, the learning becomes the desired result. Then you can set the goal of learning how to knit a higher quality hat every time, maybe how to knit a little bit faster without making mistakes. In these situations where you don't yet have the relevant skill set. Learning or mastery goals, where you're focused on picking up a new skill or figuring something out for the first time, these are associated with higher performance, less procrastination, and better results. So by setting that ambitious income goal when I had absolutely no idea what I was doing yet, I was setting myself up to procrastinate, stumble around, get caught up in perfectionism, and my fear of making a mistake and derailing my goal. I would have been so much better off setting the goal of learning how to put together an offer, learning how to talk to people about what I was doing, learning how to make new connections, getting comfortable talking to potential customers, finding a rhythm for creating content, figuring out how to make new connections and have sales conversations, getting comfortable with guiding clients through my process. There was so much to learn. And yet I had skipped all the way down the road to, I'm going to make X number of dollars in the first year. When we're outside of our comfort zone and we're working towards learning and mastery, we perform better. That's partly because learning goals have an intrinsic motivator, learning, growing, and developing as a person. It's all internal to us. Performance goals, on the other hand, have extrinsic motivators, external rewards like money, recognition, and approval from others. So in other words, the more you can focus on how you will grow and evolve through an experience, the more fully and freely you'll be able to invest your whole self into a project. So how do you want to grow? And what skills do you want to master as you move forward into the next season of your life? My second mistake was choosing a goal motivated by freedom from a job that I couldn't stand anymore. If I could reach that goal, I'd be free to leave my corporate job for good. So it was all about escaping and avoiding something I didn't want in my life anymore. This is called an avoidance goal, meaning I was trying to get away from something. Contrast that with an approach goal. A goal where you're moving towards something you really do want and you're excited about luckily i knew about this distinction at the time and i did try to visualize and connect with what i really wanted freedom flexibility fulfillment fun but deep down it was still really about making my escape every time i experienced a setback My brain perceived it as a sign that I was failing. I was falling backwards into a situation and into a job that I didn't want. Instead of focusing on how far I had come towards what I did want, what I did want to create for myself. When you set an avoidance goal, your brain naturally focuses on how far you have to go to escape your unwanted situation. It perceives failures as setbacks. But when you set an approach goal, Your brain focuses more on seeing mistakes as learning opportunities, getting you ever closer to what you want, and seeing that progress that you're making towards your goal. Researchers in the study of goal orientation theory have found that the type of goal associated with the lowest performance is a performance avoidance goal, a goal where we need to perform at a high level in order to avoid an outcome we don't want. And the type of goal associated with the highest performance and best results is an approach learning goal. A goal where we're focused on learning and mastering a new skill that's gonna help us get closer to what we want. What's one big goal you've been working towards? Maybe you're working on starting your business or launching a new offer or pivoting in a new direction or writing your first book or building your website for your business or booking your first client. Whatever you've been working towards, how can you rethink that goal as an approach learning goal? What are you moving towards that excites you and what are you excited to learn or master If you're writing your first book, your goal might be learning to stick to a writing schedule, right? Learning to develop rich, compelling characters, or learning to write dialogue that feels true to life. If you're working on booking your first client, your approach learning goal might be learning how to book discovery calls and then learning how to stay present through a sales conversation without having a panic attack and then learning how to lead a sales conversation in a way that feels true to you. Remember to focus on what is within your control and doesn't depend on how others react or respond to you. If you listened to the last episode, you know that setting expectations that depend on other people responding or behaving in a certain way is a recipe for an expectation hangover. So focus on your intentions and your evolutions. How are you going to grow through this experience? How are you going to become better? And what are you ready to step into? When you zoom out and look at your life over the long term, what's gonna matter most to you is not what you achieve, but who you become. So consider who you are in the process of becoming in this season of your life. This is about starting where you are, and building the skills that are gonna be the building blocks to the kind of future you want to experience. Think about it this way. When you imagine the future you want to create, what are some of the skills that future you has? Maybe she's skilled at creating content. Maybe she's skilled at making people feel understood and valued. Maybe she's skilled at managing her own emotions Those are your next learning goals that will get you closer to reaching your dreams. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and have your mind made up to set goals that position you for success and results by focusing on what you're going to learn and how you're going to grow and the future you're stepping into. If you've listened to a few episodes and enjoyed them so far, I want to invite you to take a moment to leave a review. I read and enjoy every single review so much and your reviews help the show reach the people who need it most. Thank you so much in advance. In the next episode, we'll be talking about what it takes to cultivate more peace and ease, In your mental state. And here's a hint. We'll be talking about the C word. Nope, not that C word. I'm talking about control. If you're a little bit of a control freak, like I can be sometimes, and you want to experience more peace and ease in your life, this episode is going to be for you. I'll see you there.